It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. What's good, Wizards fans, and welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, the real Ad Oliver, with my guy Brandon Scott. The Wizards lose to the Milwaukee Bucks 113 123, and Giannis drops a career high 55 points. We're going to talk about it. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making a lot of which is your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. And this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so it feels good to be back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Happy New Year. Um, I hate to be the black cat. You know, the Wizards on a five game winning streak. My first episode back, the Wizards lose to the Bucks. But, uh, Brandon, what was your main takeaway from this game? I know Giannis just went nuclear, getting MVP chance. He just looked unstoppable. I mean, the Wizards, they can't guard bigs. Joel Embiid, 40. Uh, Anthony Davis, 55. Uh, What was your biggest reason for the Wizards' loss tonight to the Milwaukee Bucks? Good God, where do I start? Um, (laughs) Man, this was a tale of two different teams, man, from these two games against the Bucks. I I knew it, man, with with Giannis getting back in the lineup and – Drew Holiday getting back in the lineup. It was going to be a different game than the last game. Um, the same demons as before, man. Transition defense was trash. It was terrible. They caught us and they, just, they moved the ball fast. They caught us sleeping. Team communication. Uh, a couple plays I looked at in my notes. Um, that miscommunication between Kyle Kuzma and Denny Avia uh, that led to a turnover and a score. You know, there's just there's there was no chemistry. You know, the mis- miscommunication, the turnovers. And yeah, we only got ten turnovers, but it was just it was sloppy basketball tonight. And uh, again, inconsistent ball movement. You know, we got guilty into getting the ISO plays, and we you didn't see a lot of fluidity with the ball move. 
opening night. I can't say Giannis because look, Giannis is gonna do Giannis. No, you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, you're going in and out. I, I hear you now. Okay, so um, okay, got you. Sorry about that, y'all. Um, Giannis is gonna do Giannis, man. Um, you know, dropping fifty five. You know, Giannis is gonna do his thing. It's just it's hard to really stop him. You you saw a lot of people trying to guard Giannis. Um. Rui was trying to guard him, and I thought Rui actually did pretty good. There was one play, I'm trying to think, I believe it was the second quarter, where he pushed him on the baseline and he got a foul call. And I was like, come on, man, what are we, what are we doing? Like, you know, the superstar, you know, calls that Giannis gets. But um, if I could pinpoint one thing, it was just not playing team basketball. It's a totally different team. We, You know, the Wizards were a totally different team. We fell back from team basketball. Transition defense, again, was an issue. So it's just, this was just, it was a team loss, in my opinion. So, you know, we just totally different, uh, different team, man. Again, now if you look at the stats, uh, Kuz twenty points, but efficiency wise, ten for twenty for the field. So, he shot a lot of shots, zero for six from three point. You know, if you look at uh, KP, twenty two points, nine rebounds. So KP did well, but they're bigs. Bobby Portis, tell me if you really miss Bobby Portis in DC, man. I'm trying to tell you, Bobby Portis. I thought we should have kept him. And it shows, man, he's just a very versatile big. Gav did well, 11 points, 12 rebounds. And if you look at the bench, 12 must have been a number tonight because Rui, Denny, and Kispert all scored 12 points. So, you know, I know DeLon's back up 16 minutes, or 16 minutes, four points. But with them kind of easing him back into minutes, I kind of want to see him take over starting point guard position. If he's healthy, I want to see that defensive point guard because Monte, yeah, eight points, eight rebounds, six assists. But – you know, he's just not at a starting point guard. So to make a long story short, <laughs> I'm going to say this was the team loss. This was the team loss. You can't really pinpoint one area because it's just the same demons that came out to bite us this time. Uh, yeah, definitely. I thought they, um, I thought they, you know, Rui guarded Giannis, um, Danny guarded Giannis, Kuz guarded Giannis. I thought they tried to wall up, but it just wasn't enough. Um, <clears throat> there, was, excuse me, there was one time where Porzingis tried to take a charge, but he kind of like fell before um, Giannis came into him or just kind of like just fell over. Um, and that was his fifth foul. Um, so Porzingis just couldn't guard anybody. He had to, you know, kind of ease up on people who couldn't really guard anybody tough. Um, and Giannis took advantage of that. He just kept going to the basket, going to the basket, and nobody was stopping him. And then when he would get to the basket, he would kick it out to Pat Connaughton or kick it out to Lopez for threes or Bobby Portis for threes. Um, I thought we got beat on the boards a little bit. I know the stats don't really show it too much, but uh, Brooke Lopez had six offensive rebounds, and those hurt because when they got those offensive boards, they were able to kick it out to Connaughton or some of those other shooters, Drew Holiday, or um, to uh, Joe Ingles as well. Uh, Joe Ingles, he had six points. He didn't score much, but he did hit a three. Um, Bobby Portis killed us, like you said. <coughs> Excuse me, 17 points and 10 boards. Um, and then we settled for threes. Like you said, Koo struggled tonight. He took some tough shots. Uh, 0 for 6 from the 3, 8 for 27 overall as a team. Um, and, yeah, the the reinforcers were in today. Uh, Giannis and Drew Holiday, they were out. We took advantage of that the first game. But Giannis was on the tear, man. He got some rest, 55 points, 10 uh, rebound of the ball well, 10, 10 rebounds. Um, we just couldn't stop him. And then Bradley Bill going out. Uh, we did go on a run, though. It was 95 to 93 at one point. Like I said, Gafford had a uh, putback. He was a menace on the boards tonight getting some offensive rebounds. Danny had a nice layup. I think it cut it 95 to 93. And then after that, 
<coughs> excuse me, Giannis woke up and took over, and uh, we just weren't getting back on defense, like you said. Giannis went coast to coast one, at one point as well. Um, but uh, I thought they gave good effort throughout the first three quarters, and then the, the wheels just fell off. But we just have to do better defending the paint. You know, we have the, the two big lineup with Gafford and Porzingis, but they've given up some big games. Anthony Davis had 55, Joel Embiid had 40. Uh, now Giannis with 55. DeAndre Eaton had, you know, 20, uh, 30, uh, 30 uh, I think he almost had 30 points uh, the other night, even though we won. So they just have to provide some more resistance in the paint. And, um, yes, Giannis is a special player, MVP candidate, but – they just have to provide some more resistance than than what they showed tonight. So, um, but yeah, I mean, Giannis, he he's just a force, man, and he it's it's tough to stop that guy. And uh, I got to tip my cap to him, man. He he really could have went for sixty if he really wanted to. Look, man, the Greek freak. <laughs> I mean, he he's just a force, man. I mean, if he, he if he can find a consistent three point shot, my God, I mean, watch out. I mean, he's just he, you know he's already got an MVP on his belt, man. So. But getting back to our team, man, this was a team loss. You know, if you look at um, talking about Bradley Bill, very unfortunate, man. Going out with the injury it seems to be a reoccurring injury that just, you know, you'll frustrate on the sidelines. And But I have one bone to pick with him. You know, that pass, man, between the yeah, legs. What, what you back. trying to do, man? <laughs> what you trying to do, man? Like, it was just, I felt like it was a little cute, unnecessary, you know, led to a turnover. But. You know, I'm not going to put it on Bill, man. The injury, you know, those type of injuries, just, they can linger, man. You know, if you look at DeLon and his injury, it, it took a while. You know, he he was out, I believe, was a you know, a month plus, man. So so definitely we, you know, I want to see him get well and get back, but um I'm it's a team loss, but it's with all the with all the issues that we had, we still only lost by 10. You know, it's just it we're just two different teams. Milwaukee's a beast, man. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at their team, they're a beast. I mean, Joe Ingles is a tough cat. He, he plays you tough. Drew plays you tough. This is a defensive-minded team. This is kind of where I want the Wizards to be, a defensive-minded team. Because if you look at teams like Milwaukee, you know, the, the defense. I mean, Grayson Allen. You know, I'm not a biggest fan of Grayson Allen because I think that, you know, he kind of takes cheap shots and, you know, he's always got that kind of kind of grin on his face. But, I mean, what can you say? You know, he is a defender who can shoot. I mean, it's two different teams. That is a contending team, and it just shows. But, yeah, I mean, I still like this lineup. I still really like this lineup. Now, obviously, with Bill, you know, I'm presuming he's not going to play the next game, and Kispert will be back in the starting lineup. But I do want to see DeLon Wright start. I'm going to go ahead and say, man, I think Monte needs to go ahead and, and take the six-man role. I think it's time. You know, if you look at the stat line, eight points, eight rebounds, six assists. So he did contribute, but he's just not it at the point guard, especially defense. You know, these guys, Drew Holiday, you know, did whatever he wanted. And, and the fact, you, didn't, you know, he wasn't at his the top of his game, obviously, coming back from injury. But we need defense at point guard. And I think slide DeLon right into the starting lineup. I think that's the next move I want to see for what's on sale. So, yeah, that would be my take, man. If you look uh, real quick, looking at the team stats, um, like I said, we shot 43% for field goal, but 29% for three points. So, you know, again and again, we say we, this is not a three-point shooting team. We're just – we're just that ain't it for us, man. But rebounds, I mean, they out-rebound us by three. Assists for even. You know, we still got nine steals, four blocks. And points in the paint, they only outscored us by six. So, I mean, it was an even game. So, if you can curtail the turnovers and the bad passes and, you know, I, you know, I think I talked about it last episode, man, is, you know, they often choreograph their passes, especially all these cross-court passes. Like, I get it here and there, but they're, they're too – they do it a lot. And then they choreograph their passes and it leads a lot of turnovers. 
And you know, so if we can shore that up, we I still are very optimistic about this lineup. So yeah, I mean it's a team loss, but I'm still optimistic about this lineup. Definitely, yeah. We're gonna get to a quick word from Bet Online and then we're gonna read some comments and wrap it up for tonight. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup. You got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest, easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Uh, make sure you guys check out the Locked On Sports today for your first listen. Now, for your second listen, check out Locked On Wizards. All right, let's get to some comments here. Uh, Brandon, is there anything that stands out to you? Oh, we got a lot of good ones. Let's get into it. Um, let's go with Siva. I love Kuz, but he's taking so many stupid shots <laughs> every time. It has happened every game, and it seems like West doesn't do squat about it. <laughs> um, I agree. I, I agree that. I'll say this. I'm going to play devil's advocate here, man. Um, I like his aggressive on offense, but he does shoot a lot of shots. And, you know, the efficiency can ebb and flow here and there from game to game. He does put a lot of shots up. And second, man, brother man seems like he travels every game. Like, <laughs> every game he's getting called for traveling calls, man. So, but, I, yeah, I wouldn't say stupid shots. Now, he can't tend to take low percentage shots, but I like the fact that he's aggressive. I do like the aggressiveness from him. And the same thing, you can say the same thing about Rui. You know, me and Ed were talking about before the episode. You know, he kind of changed my mind. Um, I'm a big fan of his aggressiveness. So, I'm, you know, am I willing to trade efficiency for aggressiveness? Yeah, I am. Because I think aggressiveness is key for this team. So, I agree, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, let's, let's check Yeah, the shot selection wasn't great from Kuz. Um, I know when Bill doesn't play, I know Kuz takes more shots. Kuz, <laughs> excuse me, Kuz takes a lot of shots anyway, but – um, they definitely were settling for, settling for some tough threes. And the Bucks made it hard on them. I mean, Giannis playing defense and, and Brooke Lopez, you know, he's a defensive player of the year candidate. So it's not easy to just go in the paint against uh, the, the Bucks and, and Brooke Lopez. But they got to move the ball. They, 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 they definitely got stagnant in that fourth quarter. And some of those bad shots, they lead the fast breaks for the Bucks. And uh, when Giannis gets the rebound off of a bad shot, you know, he's going 100 miles per hour. And guys are moving out of the way because they're not going to take a charge. Or if they do take a charge, they're moving. I know that we challenged – I think the Bucks challenged one on Gafford where Gafford took a charge. They challenged it and they reversed it. And they changed it to a blocking foul. So, um, yeah, such, such selection is key. And Kuz, he's a tough shot maker, but some of those tough shots he takes, 
you know, having an off night 10 for 28, 0 for 6 from the three-point line. It's like, hey, um, you know, you're 0 for 5, man. It's time to try to take it to the basket and create some shots for other guys. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. So let's see. And then as far as Rui, Rui's been on a tear since I've been out. Um, this is probably one of his the only pedestrian game that he had, you know, I'm sorry that I came back and, you know, we lost. I don't want to be the black cat <laughs> jinxing us, you know, but uh, yeah, I love Rui's aggressiveness, man. He's played really, really well, man. 30 points, one game, 25. Um, you got to look at which game he had 25, but he played well the last game against the Bucks too. Um, so I've been happy to see how well he's played, how he's responded to the trade rumors. I mean, thank goodness for James Johnson, the Suns GM for rejecting that trade for Jay Crowder. I just want to send him – the holidays are over, but I want to send him a thank you card for rejecting that trade and stopping Tommy Shepard for trading Rui for Jay Crowder because Rui's been on a tear lately. Um, I want to see him be aggressive. I know he doesn't pass the ball much, but we do we do need guys to be aggressive, and, and he's he's one of the guys that are that, that's been aggressive this whole season. Yeah, absolutely. We owe him a bottle of cognac and a cigar. I mean, because <laughs> that – if you look at it from hindsight, man, that would have been a terrible trade, man, because yeah. it's really – he really responded, man. I mean, he's on a he whole is. other level. You know, I know that, you know, with this game, he kind of cooled down a little bit, but mm-hmm. I do like what I see from this bench lineup, man. When you see Rui and Denny play together, especially with Kispert, I think they play well together. They really do. And But I do want to see the line in the starting lineup. But yeah. let's get into and, it. And Jordan Goodwin, too. He's been out of the lineup. That's something that I've seen while I was while I was going. Yeah. Um, you know, Monte, 8.6 assists, 8 rebounds. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Delon, he had a couple of deflections and steals tonight. Um, he struggled for shooting from the field too, but um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind a, a lineup switch as well. Yeah, I just think it's time, man. I think it's time for for Monte to take a seat, man. I do. I think he can contribute off the bench, but he does not hit at starting point guard. So let's see. Oh, peace, yo! How can you let Giannis score fifty five points on your shame on the wheels for coward? Shame, shame, shame! Oh man, <laughs> I mean, look, Giannis is gonna get his. You know, there's certain guys in this league, man, where they're going to get theirs. I mean, it really doesn't matter who you put on them. They're going to get theirs. I think the, the the strategy of dealing with that is forcing the support personnel to perform. And they did tonight. You know, they did tonight. And if you look at past games like John Bede and, and a few other teams we played, we let their star guys do whatever they want, and we forced the other players to perform. And by shutting down their support guys, we win games. But, you know, you're not going to stop Giannis, man. I mean, look at this guy. I mean, he's a – Physical specimen, man. I mean, like I said, if he can add a consistent three-point shot, my God, man. So yeah. honestly, has- yeah, honestly, he doesn't even he shouldn't do that. He should I love when he settles for threes, but if he did have a three-pointer, yes, he would be he would be even more elite. But you know, peace responding to you, yes. The wizards should they have provided more resistance? Yes, of course. You know, you don't want to double Giannis. They try to wall up on him, but it still didn't work. I mean, look at what Giannis has done the last couple games: 55 against us, 43 against the Timberwolves with Gobert, 45 against the Bulls in overtime. Uh, a couple games ago, he had 45 against Cleveland. He had 42 against the Pelicans. Um, so, I mean, we're not the only ones. This, this is career high. I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't got more than 55 in his career. I feel like he would have had a 60. I mean, Donovan Mitchell just had 71. We were talking about that too. Uh, I feel like Giannis – I'm surprised Giannis hasn't had a 60-point game before. Um, but I know – it, 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 it's, it's, it doesn't feel good for Giannis to get his career high against us. But like we both said, I mean, when they play against centers and big guys, the Wizards struggle to guard them. You know, Anthony Davis just had 55 not too long ago either. 
Yeah, I mean, this league, like I said, it's, it's tough to keep these type of guys down, man. They're going to get there. So, But I, I, I agree. I, I want to see more aggression out of this team. Now, you see um, KP talk a lot of junk, and I like to see that from KP, man. I like to see him jaw back and forth with the people. But, you know, I, I think we need a little more attitude, man. I, I think we need a, a little more dog in us a little Definitely. bit. Oh, yeah. Stuff. We got Absolutely. a lot of nice guys. We got a lot of nice guys on the team, which is fine. I know that's what Tommy Shepard and Ted want, but – yeah, we need some more dolls. We need we need some more mean guys. We need some guys who, who aren't afraid to throw a bowl or get a tech out there. Hey man, when you're in the trenches, you want some dogs. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want the choir boys in the trenches, man. You want some dogs, man. So, so I definitely agree. Um, Matt said, "Glad we lost because the Wiz need to seriously reevaluate." Oh my lord, themselves. And if they are serious on winning, they need to. Oh man, themselves from playing contenders to playoff contenders. Man, how do I say? It? I, I agree, but I don't. I, I do agree that we need to have a, I guess, a vision for where this team wants to be. I think we're kind of in flux right now, you know, especially with uh, three guys where their contracts for next season are kind of up in the air. So we definitely need to choose a direction. You know, one hand, I know a lot of fans are saying they, they want to tank, they want to rebuild, and I get that. But on the other hand, ownership says, look, Brad's the guy. <laughs> so you got to try your best to try to surround him with talent, which ain't gonna be easy. So I agree that we have to reevaluate ourselves and really ask ourselves, you know, where's this where's this franchise hitting, man? Because if we, I, I I'm not a fan of playing and hoping to get into AC just to get playoff money. I personally think that's a loser mentality. I think that every year should be championship, and if it's not, then that's a problem. And that's just my two bits on it. You know, I think that if this team seriously wants to win a chip. And Bradley Bill really wants to bring one to D.C. because it's been a minute, 78. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, they have to really run their organization like a championship organization and stop being happy with Fern's first round exits. So that's my take on it, man. Um, yeah, right now the Wizards are, are sitting at 10 right now. So they're they're in the plan. Um, the five game win streak really helped them out with that. <laughs> Excuse me. I know uh, Ted Leons is, 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 is happy about that. Um, that they can get into the play-in and have somewhat of an opportunity to make the playoffs. Uh, they're really not far behind from the ninth seed either. Um, the Hawks are 17 to 20. The Wizards are 17 to 22. They're one game out of the ninth seed for the play-in. So um, the Wizards, they can fool around and, and, and really get that ninth seed. I don't see them really getting the eighth seed. Um, but, yeah, we've talked about this so many times. Should they rebuild? Should they tank and all that? Yeah, I, I don't mind if they really did a full rebuild. If they really want to move on from if Kuz doesn't want to be here like like the rumors say I don't know how true they are but if they really want to reset and trade Kuz and get a pick or get maybe two first round picks um and if they really are trying to move I would keep Rui but if they're trying to move him and at least get it because his trade value is going up now if you if you can get a first round pick for Rui if you really want to rebuild and go all in go all in and really rebuild don't just half halfway do it you know, you got to trade guys and get assets. And this is a really good draft coming up. It's 20. You look at Scoot Henderson. You look at the dunk that he just had. I seen it on on. We were no way we're going to get Scoot, but there's still some really good guys in this draft. So I understand what um, the last last person just said. If the, you just got to go all in in the rebuild, that's that's what you got to do. But if, if they can compete, they look they look really good in the last five games. I was like, you know what? If they were healthy the whole way with Delon, then maybe they could be an eighth seed or seventh seed. At best, but I understand the rebuild. This is a really good draft coming up, and yes, I understand that you, the, the, you're running the treadmill. You're purgatory, eighth seed, ninth seed. You know you're going to play Boston in the first round. You saw what just happened to you tonight against Milwaukee with Giannis. 
they're the third seed. Brooklyn, the Nets, they always beat up on the Wizards. KD always beats up on the Wizards. So you wouldn't be – you look at the top four teams in the East, yeah, if you play them in the first round, it's, it's, it's clearly a first-round exit. It clearly is. So I, I definitely – we all understand the rebuild aspect for this team 110%. Um, but it was fun looking at the five-game win streak. It was like, hey, we, ha- we have good players. Uh, Porzingis being Eastern Conference Player of the Week. It's like they, they have talent on the team. They really do. Um, Bradley Bill, another comment is saying that he needs to set out a month. We'll get to that too. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting because when you watch them win, you're like, yes, this is a good team. They got Gaffer's playing better. Um, DeLon is playing really well. They're like, they're now we're eight and two with DeLon. So it, it's real interesting. But yes, bigger picture, you would want them to rebuild and take advantage of this 2023 draft and, and collect assets for sure. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's exciting to see them win. That five-game win streak was was hot, man, because they were playing as a team. It was what you wanted to see. They, you know, they instituted that big lineup, and they really started playing like a team, man. But it's just, you know, I I can't stand that whole mentality of I'm happy to make an AFC tonight and play in. I mean, really, you're happy? That that's the goal. I mean, every team in the NBA, you know what I'm saying? Like every team in the NBA, your goal should be championship. Easy. Look. I don't know if people realize, man, and if you do, you already know the hurt. We have not won a championship since 1978, since Wes Unsell's dad was playing basketball, man. <laughs> I mean, it's been a minute. I mean, we had, you know, you got a fan base that not only, I mean, right now in D.C., outside of 2019 World Series, you know, outside the Capitals, you know, we, 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 need, we need something, man. You know, we, we could talk about the Commanders. That's a whole other conversation. But, you know, as far as Wizards basketball, man, I mean, we got to start really, we got to rebuild, man. I, I. I know people can play all oh, one loss, but you know, I, I just I don't see because it really, if if AC is really the goal, what are we talking about? Like, really, what are we talking about? That's just a terrible mentality to have, man. You know, if you if your aspirations in life are to be an AC, then you already failed. You're already failing yourself, and you're failing the fan base. And that's just my opinion about it. You know, if they're serious about surrounding him, then let's get it. But if not, let's just rebuild. But they got to make a decision by the trade deadline, man, because Kuz, we all know that his eyes are set on bigger markets. You know, LA is calling him again. You know, you know, there's been rumors about Brad, but it's it's kind of simmered down a little bit. And but I mean, if we don't get out of this hole, you're gonna start hearing news about KP because really, and you know, we haven't heard him, we heard it from his mouth, but you know, how serious is KP about staying in DC? I mean, would you if you were KP, would you stay in DC? What I mean, it's a tough call, man. You could easily see. Rui, Kuz, and KP off the team going into offseason. So it's it's a real tough position, man. It's a, this is a real gray area team, man, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's good to see them win. It's good to see them play as a team. But, you know, what really is the goal? If it's AC, then I just – I don't <laughs> – I don't get it, man. Yeah. And one thing I'll say, too, like looking at this schedule, you know, some people don't like to play the schedule game and look, you know, five games ahead and stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. They played a Thunder on Friday. Thunder actually just blew out the Boston Celtics by like 30. So there's no guaranteed wins. But I, I'm looking at the schedule, and it's, it's, it's the schedule. There's some games I feel like that they can take advantage of, that they have a good chance. And I know the the crowd that's yelling uh, that they're better without Bill. I know you said it last episode, too. Um, yes, I do think they, I do think they, other guys get more opportunities. I think Denny, he, his, you know, he gets more opportunities without Bill. I think Rui plays a little bit more aggressive without Bill. I think Kuzma plays more aggressive, Porzingis, et cetera. Monte Morris, I think he plays more aggressive without Bill. So 
I think Bill, if I had to guess, Alex, Alex and Adelaide, he just said Brad's hamstring is troublesome. How is he passing the fitness test? They showed up, they showed a video of Brad on the on the bench. I didn't even see the play where he got hurt. Um, his eyes were red. It, he did look a little teary-eyed. I don't know if he was, I don't think he was crying or anything, but you could tell like this hamstring is really hurt. I don't know which hand because he here both hamstrings this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um he's missed X amount of games and you don't want to keep throwing him back out there and then he keeps aggravating the hamstring. You know, they had this, like you said, they had to set out the lawn for a month. So if you keep bringing Brad back, you know, after three games and he aggravates again, he, he didn't even finish the first half and he's already out. So if I had to, you know, guesstimate, I'm not a doctor, but he's probably going to be out for another five games at minimum. If I had to, if I had to put an estimate on it. So let's see how these guys play. You know, I think they, I think the Thunder's a winnable game. I think the Pelicans is a winnable game without Zion. Zion's going to be out for a couple weeks. Um, they play the Bulls who are 16 to 21. They already beat the Bulls this year. They played a Knicks and the Warriors without Steph. Um, and they played a Knicks again, and they they played a Magic who they just beat. So um, you look at the next five to six games. I feel like they can really go three and three or or uh, four and two the way they play without Bill. They have played with more energy. They have picked it up from what I've seen. I, I'm not going to say they're better without Bill, but I think they just play. Um, they they take. They, I'll just say they take advantage of, of opportunities more when Bill doesn't play. I'll, I'll say it that way. And then they could they could fool around and get into the the ninth seed. Very political how you worded that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I agree with you, man. I mean, can you definitely say they're better without him? I, it's just I think there's two different play styles with and without him. It's two different play styles. I'm not gonna say one's better than the other, but you definitely see a lot more ball movement and a lot more team basketball without him. But you see how he takes a lot of attention from the defense, and I think that helps too. So. It's just it's, it's a it's a wild situation, man. Because with his, I'm a, I'm gonna point out two things. And one, I think they need to set him for a little bit until he's 100% healthy. To sit him down, you know, to sit him down, let him get healthy, and go from there. Because with you know with everything going on with the contracts, you know he's here, man. And with the injuries and with his, I, I think he's gonna be here for a while. So why not just try to run? I'm not gonna say run it back, but try to. Get some picks, try to make some moves, and let's let's see about it next season. Because with his injuries and everything going on, man, I just I don't, even if we get out of this hole, if you know fighting for eight, you know playing at AC, I just you know I don't see it, man. So you know I, I don't think he's going anywhere just because of the fact that with his contract, no trade clause, and the fact he's had injuries, who's really going to try to acquire him with the injuries going on right now? So I say you know get what you can for Kuz. Um, I like to see. I would like to see Kuz or Rui one of them back. I don't think we need to pay both, but I like to see one of them back. And there's any way to get KP to stay, I I would definitely entertain it. But I think it's time to really see what you got in these young guys. You know, start seeing what you got in these young guys and start getting them more time, man. Because this injury is lingering, man. And until they sit him down and really get him healthy, I think they're rushing him back. And and that's why you keep seeing him get hurt time and time again. So if you know, if I'm Wes, if I'm the front office. I'm sitting Bill down. I'm letting him get healthy, and I'm 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 starting to evaluate certain players and see what their value is. And you know, I'm, I'm looking at Barton a little bit. <laughs> see what you got in Barton, man. Try to get some value. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, Barton. Yeah, he is. Um, Wes made a tough decision with not playing him. Actually, not tough in my opinion, but he made the right decision not playing Barton, and, and they have played better without him. I like Will Barton as a player, but I think it's time to move on for sure. But we're going to do a uh, mailbag episode tomorrow. The Wizards don't play again until Friday. 
Um, so we'll probably we'll be doing a mailbag episode tomorrow and Thursday. So submit your questions. Uh, we're definitely going to answer anything. Anything we didn't get to in the chat tonight, we're definitely going to try to read that tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening. Making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, check out Game to Game. Every moment, every top performance, every result, every result, Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis. And only Locked on can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked on NBA. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So thank you guys for listening. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.